Hello and welcome to EQ Above IQ, Parenting with Emotional Intelligence and Healing the Inner Child. And welcome to Season 3. I can't believe it's Season 3. <laughs> I've been trying to do these episodes, sort of like 25 episodes a piece, and it's kind of interesting how fast it has gone. And I'm so grateful to those who keep tuning in. Thank you. Please share with your friends and family so we can get EQ above IQ to be a normal part of everyday life and culture, because I truly believe that emotional intelligence will heal the world. I know it sounds corny. Well, let's say this. I know emotional intelligence can heal you. I am a person <laughs> who can vouch for emotional intelligence. And when I started this journey some time ago, I had some concept of it because I am a practicing Buddhist. I have been practicing Buddhism for 20 plus years now. And many of the tenets of Buddhism correlate with emotional intelligence, and especially the compassion piece. And as I am, and as I was going through my healing journey, I found that connecting with compassion for self was so important. And once you start that, you can truly have compassion for other people. You can be angry at other people and still have compassion. And one of the things I was just recently talking to a member of the organization I'm part of, which is Soka.Kai International. Shout out to Soka people. Always appreciate your love and support. I was talking about how the world has come into this awakening and that we get these sparks. For me, the spark really ignited when I had my son, I always tried to live my life as a person that was outside of a box, that was not a label, that was as fearless as possible as far as my determination. But like every single human being on the planet, I have grown up and had some trauma. And that's when I decided that I needed to find a vehicle that was going to help heal both. As a teacher, I taught English when I lived in Italy, Milan's my second home. I love Italy with all my heart. And I started teaching and I realized that one of the things that most of my students wanted to do was to talk about their emotions. And of course, this is pre-children, a few stress sizes smaller, <laughs> but that doesn't matter. Point is, they all wanted to talk about what was going on with them in their lives. And I had to figure out a way to kind of get them interested in learning the English that I was hired to teach them and also allowing them the space to speak about what was in their heart. Because I feel like one of the most potent ways to learn anything is when you have emotion in it. And emotion can make you remember positive and negative things. So. I always integrated things that I felt were healing. One of my favorite books is Eckhart Tolle's A New Earth. I integrated that into the reading part of my lessons. I integrated music and music lyrics in order 
to get some frequency work in there and and joy because everybody loves music and everybody likes to dance and so sometimes I get my classes up and moving their bodies and it always amazed me how quickly they absorbed the English language because one of the things that makes learning fun is having fun so I've always done my lesson plans and and all my lessons with many different elements, you know, all the five senses. And I think that my students can vouch for me. They really appreciated it. And so I try to do the same thing with everything that I do. And with the coaching, with the writing classes that I teach. And I really feel like it's easy to integrate emotional intelligence in anything that you're doing. And so my long-term goal is to create a school or a program that can be integrated in any school that's really encompassing all of these techniques that I've developed. And yeah, that's hopefully one day very soon around then. But this episode of EQ Above IQ I'm going to be talking about, like I do every new season, I'm going to retouch on the principles of emotional intelligence, which are self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, compassion, and social skills, which could also be community quotient, how you work within your community. And self-regulation actually can be co-regulation too, because it's very important to co-regulate with your children. So yeah, so I created this program in this idea around emotional intelligence, not emotional intelligence itself. Of course, there have been many pioneers before me, and I'm so grateful that I was able to find Daniel Goldman and Six Seconds and a lot of organizations that are really teaching people like me and teachers like me how to integrate emotional intelligence in their life and the life of their children and the world. So I didn't want to seem like I was the creator of that. There's so many, there's so much and so many people that I admire. Dan Siegel. Oh man, there's just so many. So thank you for doing the work and the research to allow me to really understand myself better and help understand society and culture. Anyways, back to what I'm saying. I, I created this program and EQ Above IQ, Parenting with Emotional Intelligence and Healing the Inner Child, in order to integrate the concept that I was trying to create, meaning I want us as parents to learn these five principles and integrate them into your parenting style. Some people would call this positive parenting. And of course, there's very close correlation, except I put a little bit of a different spin on it, because I also want our inner child to be healed during that process. And I have created a really cool way to do that. And yeah, if you want to learn a little bit about that, you can reach out to me on my website at thisreallifebooks.com. Click on the coaching tab and we can set up a call and we'll just read about it. I'm really passionate about this. 
this has become my purpose, you know, just being healed or in the process of healing. Because like I've said before, living these principles, it's never going to be 100% because we are products of the programming that we have received through our childhood. And there are fortunate and unfortunate things that happen during these integral times of your development, you know, from birth to close to about, mm, now they keep changing it, was seven, now it's 12. But the point is, is there, there's this period of time where all of the things that are happening around you externally impact you internally. So if you're one of the people who was lucky enough to have a secure and loving environment with parents that loved each other and were supportive and there was no violence and there was no thing that would be considered on the ACE spectrum, but great. But even people who have this seemingly perfect childhood also have traumas and and it could be about anxiety about excelling pressure all kinds of things that are happening in the background of your parents lives and from their inner childhood you know as we're all trying to and I'm assuming because you're listening to this podcast you are trying to do better than what was done for you or you feel like there are some traumas that affect how you feel about yourself and how you parent. And so the first thing I want you to do from this podcast, this episode, episode one of season three, I want you to take a deep breath. And I want you to say, I forgive myself. I forgive myself. Because one of the things and that's beautiful about this whole parenting journey because it is beautiful. And I know there are a lot of people who can make it seem like it's a burden, but it's not your fault. That's that's culture, that's society, that's programming. But the truth is, is that children are these beautiful opportunities to heal yourself if you stay self-aware. And if you become compassionate towards yourself. You have more of a likelihood to be aware of what triggers you, what caused you pain, and then go through the steps of forgiving the person, but holding them accountable, but forgiving and knowing what's yours. And then you also get more adept at regulating your emotions because you know where they're coming from. You can name them, you label them. And your children benefit from all of this because every little adjustment of your parenting style gives them an opportunity and gives you the opportunity to heal. Because many times our childhood was based on something that we had no control over. And so as you are the adult now, and you are in the process of parenting and healing your own inner child, guess what? You have control now. That time of your life where you didn't have a choice is gone. Now you're grown up. 
And I always say we're all children walking around in adult suits, pretending we all have it all figured out while we spread our trauma to everyone we meet, especially our children. I always say that at least one time in each episode because I want you to understand this is so important to the healing, the inner child part. You don't have to pretend that you have it figured out. You're not that you, you're the grown up and that has a label or stamp that says you are now all of a sudden all wise and knowing. Nope. <laughs> because as we grow, society changes, ideas changes, science change. Of course, we are going to change. And I, I feel like every 10 years, if you even watch your children, if you have older children or your child is about the same age as mine, when 10 hit, there was a huge shift in both energy and articulation and emotions. And, you know, there's a shift, this, this knowing, this understanding of how the world works. And so every 10 years for the rest of your life, you're going to have these like shifts of understanding. And those shifts are going to happen around what's happening externally in the world. And right now, with with COVID being hopefully soon in the rearview mirror, we have all recognized some huge shifts within ourselves, within culture, within society. So be aware of that with your own children and also be compassionate about that. I know that there are people who are just now figuring out what their purpose is. And they're in their 40s, 50s, you know? I sometimes feel like the younger generation, the different Zs, and I don't remember which one it is, <laughs> but they've got things figured out more because our generation had things more figured out and the generation before that. Now, that's contingent upon a desire to do better. If you are programmed to just keep repeating the same thing because you're really fear-based and mama knows best and, you know, you didn't get listened to or heard and you accepted that, you're probably a little bit angry about it, right? Be honest. You're really angry about not having your voice heard, you know, be seen and not heard you know, that stays with you. And so when you have your own children, you're still stuck in that. What you'll do is you'll perpetuate that same type of ideology about seeing and not heard and all of these old kind of oppressive ways to parent, authoritarian. And it's because our system is based on kind of an authoritarian way of being. You know, we've got our hierarchies, we've got this person who's on top, he tells us what to do, and we're supposed to follow and do it like good little worker bees. And I see a shift from that. And I, I think it's beautiful because what it has created is an opportunity for our children, ourselves and our children, our inner child as well, to have a sense of voice and autonomy that we never had and out of fear. So as I see the fear dissipate in the culture and society, I see a huge growth 
of humanity in a positive way. And I'm in the last episode, I spoke about a spark of hope in the darkness. If anything, this COVID situation has created that spark of hope. And I hope that you can see all the tragedy in that sense. It's still tragic. And there's so many lives that were lost and needlessly lost. And I admit, but they, I could get into the spiritual aspect of it. I don't really believe death and death and per se. I think I've talked about that in another episode. I have a very different philosophy about what life and death is. And that has to do with my Buddhism beliefs. And my point is this. We have a wonderful opportunity to go down this path of healing together as a community and not as enemies. So teaching your kids these principles and your inner child these principles can do so much more than just heal your family or yourself. It heals your CQ, your community, quote, you know? It's amazing. We all have been there in a room with somebody who is just vibing and everybody is happy and we've been in the room with somebody who is downer and negative, how all that changes the energy. Okay, that's exactly how this is. So I am calling upon you, and this season is going to be an interesting season, to take the accountability and responsibility to shift how you see the world, to shift how you see yourself first. And from there, we'll do the work together. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I do appreciate you for listening. If you like what I'm saying, please go sponsor. I love doing what I do. This is so fulfilling for me. And if I can get everybody on the same wavelength and path to healing, we will have a much more beautiful world to leave to our children. Okay? We have 10 generations ahead of us that we're responsible for. And I don't take that on as a burden. I take that on as a joy and with full of hope that we can do it. So hope you enjoyed and you have a blessed day.